Good evening, everyone. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and welcome to our live weekly medical show on News Talk 760 WJR. We're going to be talking about the prevention of disease and the urgency of taking action before the onset of serious medical problems. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention, is with us again to tell you what you need to know about how early screening and knowing your profile can lead to the avoidance of heart attack and stroke altogether. Pre-screening and simple non-invasive tests can actually prevent Alzheimer's and many of the other chronic diseases. If you have a question, we're opening up the lines and taking your calls. So please make a note of this number, 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. We'll be repeating it throughout the show, and this is your chance to talk directly to the doctor. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, all of you listeners, to our live weekly medical show here on News Talk 760 WJR. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are back again tonight to talk to you about prevention and why you have to start looking at healthcare from a different perspective. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, is joining us from Birmingham, Michigan, to give us some hard talk about dealing with our health and making sure we get the necessary testing. We're inviting you to call in if you have a question at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, welcome back. And you're going to start the show updating us on COVID, yes? But first, I want to celebrate the fact that we were canceled on YouTube. Which Only I, one show. Well, still, that to me is a landmark moment that I can't believe it took us this long to get canceled on something. Um, so I'm now a proud disseminator of vaccine misinformation. No, it's not misinformation. That's the point. Well, I know dis- it's not. No, but I mean, but you, they we, think it is. And so I'm just tongue in cheek. Well, I mean, that happens all the time with music. I mean, things get canceled because they say you're using copyrighted music and you're not. Right. So obviously we make a great effort to um, only say things that I find supported in the data and to not say things that are just random nonsense that you might hear in the Internet. But nonetheless, I'm happy to say that we were noticed by somebody on YouTube enough to get canceled on one show. So to me, that means I made it. We made it. That's not a bad thing, Anne-Marie. Right, I guess. But on the other hand, it's kind of sad that anything should be canceled out because I get frustrated all the time because of music. You know, there are lots of times where we do custom music, custom written music for shows, for commercials, and then suddenly gets taken down or it's getting bleeped out because they say it's it's copyrighted. No, it's not copyrighted if we wrote it. It's not copyrighted. Well, this show, we're going to reinforce some COVID information Um that is definitely not misinformation. Um, this is uh, we're going to talk about some published data again. I want to remind everybody about the data that was released by the FDA um, from the Pfizer study. Um, information obtained from December 2020 to February 21, and within 90 days, over 1,200 people were reported as having died from the vaccine and another 20,000 plus people were reported to have a significant neurological complication 
from the vaccine. And this is not misinformation. This is data in the Pfizer report. This was reported directly to Pfizer that they've accepted as outcome of the vaccine. And regardless, the FDA has reported this to be a safe and effective product. Now, any other vaccine would not have survived 50 deaths. 50 deaths, they get pulled off the market and they have to be restudied. But this time, 1,200 people in 90 days, and what do they do? Keep going, and we're going to get our fourth booster. So informed consent is a medical right that we all have, that we're not getting. Are we actually on to the fourth booster? I mean, what happened to one, two, and three? Are people still Well, you were supposed boosters? to have gotten a booster, Anne-Marie. Yeah, but I'm no longer <laughs> interested. I mean, it's not right. like uh, I really care. I haven't gotten COVID so far, so I'm just moving on down the road. But, I mean, why are we on booster number four? Well, because the uh, <clears throat> FDA and the CDC says so, despite the fact that there are significant risks to getting the vaccine and I would say fairly obvious suggestions that this vaccine is not effective. Let me not even say it's a suggestion. The FDA, and I'm reading this because I can't memorize it, but the FDA put out a briefing document April 6, 2022. So this is an FDA document. YouTube can't pull this one because this is a published, you know, information everyone can get. And in this document, the FDA pretty much states that they recognize that these current vaccines are not that effective and that adjustments to the vaccines need to be made. And maybe we need a polyvalent vaccine. That means a vaccine with multiple different working parts. So you've got the FDA basically admitting that the current vaccines are not effective enough, that something needs to be done. But at the same time, the CDC is saying it's time for a fourth booster. But who's, um, I, who's the, the person ultimately responsible for suggesting to the patient that they ought to get a booster? That's their physician, their primary care physician. Well, the physicians are following the guidance of, the, of who administers health care, which is the FDA and the CDC. That's their guidance. And if the FDA is telling you to take a vaccine that has definite negative outcome, which should have been pulled from the market, and the CDC is telling you to go and get another booster, even though the FDA has admitted that efficacy is practically non-existent, um, you know, what is anyone to do? That's a good question. What is What are we supposed to do when the agencies that tell you what to do are either fraudulent, or corrupted. Those are big words, <laughs> fraudulent and corrupted. We talking about the FDA and the CDC? Yeah. Oh, dear. So we have to be, basically, we've got to rely on our doctor. You know, No, I you mean, can't because the doctors are relying on those people. You're on your own. Oh, dear. Well, we're going to have to come back and continue this discussion on the other side of the break. Again, you're listening to the weekly live medical radio show where we keep you up to date on all medical solutions from dealing with COVID to avoiding catastrophic disease. We're here with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, talking about prevention. If you have a specific question and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly about what you need to do to prevent or reverse disease, 
please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. If you're just now joining us, I'd like to let you know that we're welcoming you to our special weekly medical radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. We are back again with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention in Birmingham, Michigan. After 20 years in practice and watching patients die prematurely and unnecessarily, he's here tonight to give us some hard advice on what we need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether. We're inviting listeners to call in with your questions at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. And let's come back to Ashley. You've got a caller. Yes, we have Ken calling from Livonia. Ken, what's your question? Well, it's more of just sharing uh, with what you were just discussing, and I just wanted to share that I've been attending or going to a group of doctors now for more than 30 years, and the best advice that they've given me when this whole COVID uh, situation developed They told me in the privacy of the exam room, because they can't say this on the six o'clock news, they said, we are your doctors. We will tell you what to do and what not to do. Whatever you do, do not listen to and follow the CDC or the World Health Organization because of who controls them. And they've told me and they continue to tell me that We do not recommend that you get vaccinated. We do not trust the safety of the vaccine, especially for long term, because there are just not, uh, there has not been enough time for long term studies for how it will affect the human body. And I'm just sharing with you that uh, I do believe there are a lot of doctors in the privacy of the exam room that do not recommend to their patients get vaccinated. So I thought I'd just share that with you. You know, it's uh, wishful thinking, and I'm glad your doctors were able to share that with you at the time. Um, my opinion, if you're a regular listener over the years, has been to, you know, has changed. Um, back when COVID started, it was a durable disease, and people were dying left and right, and they needed something. And so the vaccines that were created for the original strain were helpful at preventing deaths. And I still think that they're helpful at preventing death in a susceptible person. The problem I have is that these adverse events are not being reported and worse. So they're being mandated. These vaccines are being mandated when it's been well known to the FDA and to Pfizer that there were negative outcomes from the vaccine itself right away, right away. They knew that there were problems and this is not me telling you something that I'm making up. This is information available online through the freedom of information act. And we deserve informed consent. That's a key piece of our health care that you should know the risks of the procedure that you're getting so you can make an informed decision about whether you want to get it. So now the government is moving forward. And again, my 
you know, my doctor friend who's uh, works for the VA, he's being forced to get a vaccine. He has to change his job where he's not in a clinical position because he doesn't want to get a vaccine. I mean, this is a highly skilled clinician who has saved countless lives, who's being moved out of patient care. Granted, he's able to maintain his job and he's able to maintain his uh, benefits and all that, but it's a disservice to remove him from taking care of people when he's an expert, all because he doesn't want to get a vaccine. And it's a vaccine that should not, and the government's mandating it to its VA employees. It's a crime. Well, I mean, it's no different from where, you know, here in town, Beaumont employees, I don't know, 300 and something were going to be laid off if they didn't have proof of vaccine by a certain date last year, and they were just going to lose their job. And there was over 300 of them. They were just going to let them go. And there are many places where it's mandated, just simply mandated. You can't get in. You can't work. You can't belong. It's like you have a choice. You can get up and go to work today, or you can have no job. Unfortunately, these people making the decisions, even if they work for the hospital, are not taking the time to learn what's currently available and shift their position to say, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't be mandating this vaccine because it does have some negative outcomes. It's not as safe as we were told by the FDA or the CDC or by Pfizer. We've been misled by the FDA misinformed by the FDA and the CDC and Pfizer about the safety of the vaccine. And now that these current strains are not that, not that dangerous to anybody, why are we getting another booster? That's a good question. I mean, it seems like they're not as dangerous. People don't seem to be as sick as the original, you know, Delta virus. And it's, if it's, you know, equivalent to the common cold or, the common flu, then why not just live through it as, as opposed to running around and getting booster shots? I, you know, what is the motive? Amory, what's the motive? Money. It's always the motive. Okay. So the government, meaning the FDA, the CDC, is demanding, mandating that you get a substandard medical treatment that has life-threatening side effects for money. Now, I realize no one wrote that down, but that is a logical conclusion to the information that's publicly available. All right. Well, we're going to have to take a caller here. Ashley, who do you have? Yes, we have David calling from Windsor. David, what's your question? Yes, my question in terms of, the, of COVID vaccines and going to summer resorts. One of the things, one of the questions that I have in mind in regards to that is that in Ontario, they have re they have lifted in mask and, and vaccine mandates in most places. Now there's a summer resort that is keeping its mandate in north of Toronto, and it's just kind of like you know you got to get met get vaccinated two or three times or you can't go. What can and many times many people who are not those of us who are unvaccinated are turned away because we're not vaccinated. And it, we're getting kind of tired of being looked at as common criminals. What can you suggest about that? Not well, much you can yeah, do. not That's much. Canada. Uh, right, you're, you're, you're another country altogether. You're up against the government, who's making again <laughs> um, decisions 
that have to be based on money because they're not based on science anymore. And, um, you know, what do you do? I don't have an answer when the, you know, the, the medical industry, the decision makers are, you know, selling you out for money. And it's, a, it's, it's horrible. And we talk on this show, you know, we do a, well, listeners should know we do a Sunday recorded show where we talk about more about heart prevention, preventing heart attacks and strokes. And the whole system's about money because prevention doesn't, no one gets paid for you to not have disease. Right. So, you know, why is it a surprise that the FDA is selling vaccines at your med- at your financial and um, health expense? You know, they're, they're keeping you from preventing having heart attack, stroke, and dementia, and possibly Parkinson's for money. So now they got a big ticket with this COVID and a chance to make even more money to keep you sick. Oh, and now you got long haulers. Oh, that's even more money for you to get tested and evaluated. And, um, oh, let's make some new drugs that are going to treat long hauler COVID. Good luck. There's no marker to identify people with long haul or COVID. So once again, I come back to the thing that I've been saying all along is that you have to get involved with the right doctor who's going to shepherd you through the process, regardless of what it is. We'll have to come back and talk some more on the other side of the break. Again, you're listening to a special live medical broadcast on the prevention and medical management of disease. If you have a specific question and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly about what you need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke, or if you have a question on any of the subjects we're discussing tonight, please give us a call at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to our special live medical broadcast on News Talk 760 WJR. We're fortunate to have Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention here tonight to give us some straight talk about two important topics, prevention and being proactive. Please tune into our weekly shows Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. and live Thursday at 7. We're inviting you to call in with your questions and talk to the doctor directly at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Coming back to you, Ashley, you have a caller. Yes, we have Caroline calling from Clinton Township. Caroline, what's your question? Hi, I met my daughters, and she handed me her phone and said, I want you to talk to this doctor. She gets mad at me. I won't go to doctors. I'm 84. I'm in good health, I think. But what I attribute my good health to is that my family's practice was that Buyer before age 40, you had your teeth out. I've had dentures since I've been 37 because my teeth were really bad. I feel pretty good. I work a part-time job, but I'm I'm not trying to pick a fight. I just wondered what he would recommend for me. Should I, I kind of think maybe I probably still should make an appointment and come get his tests. I, I just don't know what he would say. Well, that's a unique um, opinion and that having your teeth out is what helps you stay healthy. And, but it does keep you from getting the bacteria that contribute to heart disease and dementia. It does that much for you. Right. Um, but 
you know, you are 84 and you sound great. So um, it's always worth it at every age to identify your risk for disease. And that begins with getting a CIMT or a CD calcium score to identify disease. Um, that's the marker that we use to identify risk for vascular related diseases. And that includes not just heart attack and stroke, but dementia and Parkinson's and Alzheimer. So <clears throat> always good. You know, we start at age 30 um, to start looking at people and whatever age you are, you know, we take you where you are and apply our program to re reduce your risk. Um, so, Caroline, anytime you want to, you know, you want to start that process is a good time. It's never too late. You're still alive. No, absolutely. And I mean, I, I feel as though it's kind of a no brainer. And I think that, you know, everyone I know has had these tests. They're simple, they're easy, and it immediately gives you, we have the technology to be able to look at the heart and see whether or not you're at risk. You have the technology, the capability to let people know if they're at risk for these deadly diseases and why not. There just doesn't seem to be any reason as to, regardless of what age you are. And a good example I come back to is in your office, you know, I don't know, maybe six months ago, you had an internal study where all the people that work for you got the CIMT and the girl with the highest score was a 22-year-old who was thin, who exercised, who had a Peloton bike, ate right, ate well, and she had the highest score. Now, wasn't it much, very important for her to know at 22 years old that she has plaque? Absolutely. Who would have guessed? What if she just kept on with her healthy eating, exercising, staying slim, and then she lived another eight or nine or 10 years? The plaque's going to keep formulating. Well, somewhere she would have developed some chronic disease that is driven by inflammation because inflammation was what drives vascular uh, disease, which is plaque. And so exactly how any single person presents is unknown. That's why it's important to not just identify whether you have plaque, but to identify all the drivers of inflammation. And um, I've got people who have no plaque, but they have all of the precursors of conditions that drive artery disease, and we have to address it anyway. Because if you don't address it, another disease will show up, and maybe they'll present with Parkinson's down the road or Alzheimer's. You never know. I mean, we didn't have this technology 20 years ago. We or did, actually. Ago. No, you had this CT cardiac calcium scoring test. No, and test. the CIMT2 was around. Who was doing it? Nobody. Well, the same thing right. as not having access right. to it. No one was doing but it. The kicker is all of the data and the research and the studies that we do are old, which means they're inexpensive and they're easy to do. What doesn't work for our system is that keeping people healthy doesn't pay. And that's why our system is broken. Our system is broken that they're pushing some vaccine that has bad outcome and poor efficacy uh, no matter what and mandating it by legally. Uh, and they're also not giving you access to the tools to prevent you from having chronic illness. And it's all there. And I want to say it's easy to do but it's hard to get. And the reason it's hard to get is because it's so contrary into the current system. Well, I mean, you can get the CT cardiac calcium scoring test simply by getting a prescription from any doctor. Right. And good go luck to the hospital. having that doctor interpret it well, and apply it to the, in the right way. And having a test is worthless if you don't have somebody that knows how to do what to do with it. 
Well, like you said on the Sunday show, if you've got a score above 10, you need to find someone to tell you what to do with it. But let's let's go for a minute to Ashley. Uh, you've got a caller? Yes, we have Warren calling from Bloomfield. Warren, what's your question? Uh, more of a statement uh, regarding the virus and the, the vaccines. Um, I have not been vaccinated. I don't believe in it. I think that it's a, a bad thing. The Pfizer report came out and there's pages and pages of the bad uh, effects that it could have on you. But uh, some of the people don't understand or don't know the fact that uh, certain blood types keep you about 15% less susceptible. I have type O negative. That's one of the blood types that's less susceptible. I haven't been sick in over two and a half years. I'm not going to get sick forward. I go to Red Cross and get blood drawn every 60 days to donate. They do a test occasionally to see if you've had antibodies. I haven't, so I've never been sick with COVID. And it bothers the crap out of me when there's a guy Gordon on this channel comes and says, well, I got sick, but uh, I've been vaccinated and geez, I don't know how much worse I would have been sick if I hadn't been vaccinated. Well, there's no data to even tell you that. So it's, I'm very frustrated with the, the information that's out there. It's just crazy. Well, be careful. You might get canceled if you keep talking like that. <laughs> so, well, thank you for donating blood when you're type O, which is universal donor. And you're absolutely right. We've learned from COVID a lot about our immune system that universal donor type O are have extra immunity and people who are A, B have less immunity and then A and B are somewhere in between. So um, this is the first time I've accepted that blood type has some impact on our overall health. Um, and, you know, we've learned so much from COVID. Unfortunately, it's not being applied in a productive way. The only thing that's being applied is um, vaccine mandates. So uh, again, uh, we love Guy Gordon, but, yeah, I would disagree with him on that point also. Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, in many cases, you're not given a lot of choice, as I said before, and we talked about this on your other show, is many places you don't get to work, you don't get in, you don't get admission if you don't have the vaccine. So people can either stay at home and slug it out, or if they're in a situation where they're being mandated to get it, it's a difficult choice. There's no doubt about it. We're going to need some change to the government where truth and transparency are the overriding factors when it comes to our health. And I don't know exactly what this is going to look like or how or where, but never has there been more of a need for a clarion call than there is now because the data is obvious. Um, it's crystal clear to anyone that's paying attention. problem is no one has access to this information. You know, I don't know the caller just now got information about what's going on with the Pfizer data that got released. Wait till the next three months are released. You know, what happened between March 2020, you know, March 2021 and, and May 2021, how many deaths then are going to be reported? Well, we do have access to our doctor's phone number. And so it's incumbent on the doctor, your primary care physician to step up to the plate and have that information ready and available and also to be the shepherd telling you what you ought to do and where you ought to go. So I'm putting it back on the doctors. Okay, right now we've got to take a quick break. You are listening to a special live broadcast tonight where the topic is your health and how to prevent disease. When we come back, if you have a specific question on the subject we're discussing and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly, 
please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the final segment of our special weekly live broadcast here on News Talk 760 WJR on the importance of being proactive and informed of the resources available to prevent and treat chronic and debilitating disease. You're listening to the expert advice of Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician, and one of the very few specialists in prevention in this country. If you have a question for the doctor, now is your chance to call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, on the last segment, what is the final advice you have to give to the listeners tonight? Well, it's that's a tough one because the challenges to get the right treatment, to get the right advice, um, are are huge. And we were talking about this off the air that, you know, what does the average doctor do when everyone trying to inform them has been canceled? You know, you really got to go on obscure social media sites to where the people that want to disseminate the information that's available can go. And even on those sites, the conclusions being derived are often intentionally um, you know, they're 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 so far the wrong direction, you know. So I may get you know I've got patients and and people sending me stuff all the time, and I'll say eighty percent of it's garbage. You know, it's it's oh the vaccines are killing people because X Y and Z. It's like you can't make that statement. Um, this is a conclusion you're making based on no information. So we're really doing our best to only provide the data that I feel is reportable. I mean, it's a joke that YouTube decided to cancel one of our shows. I mean, a joke. Uh, we're, I'm really <laughs> making an effort not to say anything or support anything that is, um, you know, say fantastical or exclamatory. Um, we're really not. Well, let's, uh, before we lose time, uh, Ashley's got a couple of callers here. Who's calling? Yes, we have John calling from Ann Arbor. John, what's your question? So I'd like to also make a statement and then a question. Uh, my statement is that uh, for the last 25 or 30 years, I have taken supplements, vitamin C, uh, D, zinc, um, and a host of other ones that seem to help my immune system. Um, and um, my statement is, uh, to conclude that is, we are being inundated with one side. The one side is gotta get poked, gotta get poked number two, three, and four, and that's gonna save everything. Well, I completely disagree with that because I am not um, vaccinated and I try to lead a healthy lifestyle. My question is, when will the doctors, the CDCs of the world say, you know what, people, we need to go into a different direction and let's start taking care of ourselves so we can fend off any types of diseases, flus, outbreaks, things like that. We have not, as a society or as a government or anybody, been, um, been forthcoming with information of 
eating healthy supplements, maybe taking a walk or doing some exercise. That's true. I'd like yeah. to ask the doctor, when is this going to take place? Good luck Thank with uh, that. Yeah, when, never, when Dr. never. When Dr. Collender becomes president, yeah. maybe. Because never, because that doesn't make money. Right, exactly. So they make money in this country at end stage disease. Let's yeah. take the other call before we lose time. Yes, we have Ron calling from Warren. Ron, what's your question? You know, I'm 80 years old, and and a year ago I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and my a doctor gave start giving me medicine, and I still had the tremors and everything, and I was wondering why did what was the reason that you think that I come down with this Parkinson's? Well, I don't know anything about you, so it's hard to say, but I will say that. Insulin resistance causes Parkinson's. So even though you may or may not have been diagnosed with diabetes, um, often we're calling Parkinson's type 3 diabetes now. So um, you want to look at your triglyceride levels, if they're elevated, your HDLs, if they're low, um, if your blood sugar is creeping up. Don't accept you know, that you're pre-diabetic. Don't worry about it. You need to really live your life like you're a diabetic. Um, with Parkinson's. And also you should check out um, Boxing for Parkinson's. There's a program called Rocksteady. It's a nonprofit and it helps Parkinson's with boxing exercise. And it's very helpful. So you should do that even at age 80. You're still alive. Go out and do those things. Well, that's interesting to know about that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, movement. No surprise. Movement. movement. You got to move. And if you have insulin resistance, using your muscles burn sugar without needing insulin because your insulin receptors don't work well. So that's really important. And, you know, a lot of the callers today talking about their lifestyle decisions, which is great, and supplements that they've done. They've been ahead of the curve for preventing COVID. You know, what's really just not being addressed at all is natural immunity. And it's been well established now that if you've had COVID, natural immunity lasts for years. And I don't think there's been an end point yet to establish for natural immunity. If you've had COVID, you should not need another vaccine. Natural immunity is better than vaccinated immunity. And the fact that the government doesn't want to recognize that is another crime. Okay, aside from the government, I have a question. (laughs) What's not been addressed is... Why is it that we have a population of listeners out there who are also, as I said, consumers that are going to a doctor, they're paying for doctor visits, whether it's through insurance or out of their pocket, they're going to see doctors. And why is it the medical community is not doing the necessary tests to establish whether you have insulin resistance or whether you have inflammation when it's easy to diagnose these things and find out whether or not you're susceptible for these other diseases that are outgrowths of insulin resistance. So shame on the doctors, right? We have to rely on our individual doctor. We, we, we have no control over the government. We have no control over Fauci. We have no control over vaccine mandates. And I know we talk about this all the time. What we do have control about is the number you dial when you call your doctor and holding the doctor accountable for making sure you get a CT cardiac calcium scoring test to find out whether you have plaque starting at age 20, 30, whatever. And they are not doing it, so they need to step up to the plate. 
Let's line them up all up and tell them how much they suck. <laughs> you know, I mean. No, I mean, it's the patient has to, you know, force the doctor to write the prescriptions so they can get this these tests done. Well, we talk about this on the Sunday show because we record it before this show goes on. That I talked to a doctor today for like the third time about going concierge so he could take better care of his patients. He literally told me he's afraid to do it. And he's representing all the doctors out there who are scared to change their business model for the better to take better care of you. And this has been the status quo in Michigan. I'm afraid. They're afraid to take better care of you. And there's just not enough doctors. There's no one out there willing to do it. They're all afraid. They're living by the status quo, taking their paycheck and moving on. And who suffers? All of you. Right. So patients need to find the doctor who's willing to at least establish these tests and make sure that the clients and the patients do get tested. This is all going to help with prevention. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. So I'd like to quickly thank Dr. Brian Collender, MD, specialist in prevention, for being here tonight and for being willing to share his expertise and knowledge with regards to not only the prevention of disease, but also on the importance of being proactive and engaging with a practice that provides access to the necessary testing. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we hope you got some useful information tonight on how to be your own advocate and take charge of your health, whatever your medical journey. Please continue to tune